God is doing so much work. He is getting so many things done. And the vehicles that he is using to do this is people. Yes, we are vehicles. We are carriers of the glory of God. We are vessels. I'm pretty sure you have, you heard about that scripture where it talks about how God is the potter and we are the clay. So that is true. God has formed us. He has created us. And we are going to carry those things out. You know, people have different roles and responsibilities. And specifically, I'm speaking to the people of faith, the sons and the daughters who believe in Jesus Christ and who wants to see his will done in the earth, who wants to see his kingdom come here in the earth as it is in heaven. So, you know, there are different types of vessels. There are different types of um, containers. You know, you have the cups, you have the plates, you have the bowls, and you have the spoons, the forks, the knives. You have the different sifters. You have... (laughs) You just have so many different instruments. And we are like that. We, being many people, are like those different instruments. You know, we each have a specific ordained purpose that the Lord has called us to. You know, you've heard it said that there are some that are apostles and Some that are pastors, some that are teachers, some that are evangelists, some that are prophets. You know, you also have some miracle workers in there. You also have the people who, like, assist with helping just many different things, many different members that still make up one body. And... As we continue to go forward in obeying the Lord, he is going to show us. He's going to continue to show us what, you know, what exactly it is that we should be doing. He's going to, everything is going to connect, is going to connect, and we are going to hear him you know, more clearly, we're going to be more available as we are allowing Jesus to cultivate and expand our hearts for our mission and our purpose in this life. So, yes, it's beautiful because God, he is doing a lot, though many times it's hard to see Because it's, you know, being covered by unbelief. It's being covered by pride. It's being covered by anger. But as I am in the book of Acts and I'm, you know, just looking at the lifestyle of Paul and Silas and Timothy. Like, man, like 
we know that Jesus was doing such a mighty work in the life of Paul. And we know that Paul was very wise with, you know, how he spoke to the people. He was very wise. And you can clearly see that in the scripture. He was unashamed. He was not afraid to speak the word of God. He was very bold. And these are all characteristics that the Lord wants us to have. Being bold, being unashamed to speak his word, if it's his will, um, depending on where we are at, what we're doing. We see how Paul was like going into the different synagogues and Paul was just, you know, reasoning with the Jews and even sometimes the Jews would blaspheme and they would mock him and, you know, Paul would just say to them like, hey, listen, it's clear that you guys do not want to receive the truth. So because of this, I am going to shake my garments off. I'm shaking my garments off. Your blood is going to be on your own head because I tried to tell you the truth and you want to deny it. You don't want to receive what I have to say. So I am going to the Gentiles because obviously y'all are too hardened. Y'all do not want the good news of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to go speak to this. I'm going to go to the Gentiles. And, you know, even in all of that, Paul would just go from city to city. And it's just so beautiful to see, like, how he was so open to the Lord. Even whenever, like, he felt the Spirit telling him to not go to these different places. Like, don't go to Asia, but go this way. Don't go to this place, but go here. And I'm going to give you a dream. I'm going to give you a vision of a man saying to go to Macedonia and how he was able to take heed in that way. So the Lord is speaking and the Lord is going to speak to his children, you know, because he is a good God. So the Lord is going to speak. God is not silent. He's always speaking. And even in the world with disasters and just what's about to happen you know warning comes before destruction so there's always a way that God warns people there's a way that God tells of the events to come you know it's nothing for God to give somebody a dream or a vision in regards to what's happening or what is going to occur it is nothing is hard for God. Nothing is impossible for God to do. So God can, you know, God can even anoint you to do some things in your dreams. He can allow you to be able to overcome something just by giving you a dream that you overcame it or just by giving you a dream that, you know, you were probably the one who was preaching or laying hands or somebody anointed you with oil in your dreams. You know, the Lord have different ways to do stuff um, and different ways to 
different ways to communicate to each per to each person in regards to their purpose though a person may not fully understand their full identity or their role or their purpose but as they continue to go forward everything will play out the way it needs to everything will fall into line i'm also reminded how paul and silas they were basically you know they were preaching the word of truth they were preaching you know about jesus christ people heard them they were taken to be beaten it said that many stripes were laid on them they were beaten and they were thrown into prison and as they were in this prison you know at at nighttime they were starting to pray and they were starting to worship so much so that the other prisoners they heard Paul and Silas worshiping you know they heard that and the prison began to shake and tremble it was talking about how it was shaken at the foundation it was shaken at the very core just shaking as they were worshiping <laughs> and the prison doors were open they were open everybody's prison door was open all of their shackles were loosed nobody was bound but it's so interesting because nobody escaped either you know no one escaped everybody was there everybody was there but the keeper of the prison he didn't know that you know he didn't know that everybody was still there in the prison so he was actually about to take his life because you know even with the whole testimony about how the watch guards were supposed to be the soldiers were supposed to be keeping an eye on the tomb stone staying in place in front of the tomb where Jesus was laid and then you had you know the story getting back to the to the people that hey you know Jesus he wasn't there and the tombstone was removed and man we don't even know what happened like so obviously that's not good that's not good um even whenever Peter was thrown into prison he was supposed to be seen like <laughs> the next day or the next days Peter was supposed to be seen like after he was thrown into prison and Peter was so guarded that it was impossible for him to get out but the angel of the Lord again Jesus works in the miraculous he is miraculous so Peter you know was escorted out the prison by the angel of the Lord and whenever word got back to you know the king he basically put the soldiers to death so we we know how serious that is for people to escape from prison so because this keeper of the prison right here in Paul and Silas time um in this situation because he thought that the 
prisoners were escaped, he was going to kill himself. He was going to draw his sword and take his life. And we know that we know that killing yourself is that's not of God. That's not the will of God for a person to commit suicide. That is not the will of God. And that is a quick ticket, a fast ticket to hell. It is. Naturally, we wouldn't even want to hold a knife and hurt ourselves. Um, unless you were just on a whole bunch of other stuff and you were trying to cope that. But even still, so we were not designed to kill ourselves. God did not design this for us to do that. Um, so the prisoner, the keeper of the guard, the keeper of this prison, he was going to take his life. And Paul called out to him like, hey, like, don't, don't hurt yourself. Do not harm yourself. Everybody is here. We are still here. Nobody didn't leave. And because of that, because of that, because God is so perfect and he's so gracious, he basically he basically took Paul and Silas, he washed their stripes, their wounds, and he was able to get baptized and his household was able to be saved. And also, you know, he was able to feed Paul and Silas and then... Yeah, Jesus saved Jesus saved this man and his whole household. Like that in itself is very exciting. It's it's so amazing because you know, thinking like man, sometimes it could feel like man, you know, we just got many stripes laid on us. We just got harassed. We were beaten for, you know, speaking the truth, we were beaten for doing what the Lord wanted us to do. And the scripture that comes to mind is when Jesus was saying how um, everything is going to work out. You know, Jesus didn't say that, but he did. Meaning like it was his spirit that said that through his through a disciple. And I believe it was Paul. Um but how everything is going to work out for our good for those who love the Lord. Maybe that was not Paul, but I do know I read that many times before. So, yes. So, you know, the word of God is true. Jesus is alive. Um, and Jesus, he, he is doing many wonderful things. And he is allowing for us to participate in what he is doing. So, I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited because what Jesus is doing is he is establishing his glory in the earth. 
you know, the days are getting darker. And because the days are getting darker, like the light of God is going to shine more brightly in the sons and the daughters of God. So who else is excited with me? Jesus is working and we are working with him.